Thanks for joining me on iHeartRadio and the Tech of Sports this week. And a great guest. Uh, we're going to talk a, a bunch of different fun topics. Mark Frisora, uh, former CEO of Caesars Entertainment. And uh, I'm sure he's got a, uh, a lot of lessons we can learn from Mark and uh, a lot of great stories to tell. And uh, joining us from, uh, from Las Vegas, Mark, uh, great to have you on. Great to be here. Thanks, Rick. No problem. And uh, exciting times, weird times. Uh, we've been through it all here in the last uh, uh, year and a half or so. And uh, um, your your opinion on how uh, how kind of uh, Las Vegas and and travel that involves gambling or gambling vacations and stuff is kind of uh, has kind of rebounded a little. Yeah, it sure has. Um, I, I think, uh, for example, this last weekend, it seemed that the crowds were back to normal, even uh, in spite of what we've been hearing about the Delta COVID variant. And uh, so you're finding that within Vegas, what's happened is that a lot of people have been staying at home for a long time. So obviously the opportunity to get out and do something different is, is huge. It's a huge opportunity. And people are taking advantage of that by going to Vegas because all the restaurants are back open, the hotels are back, uh, entertainment's there, um, really some really good entertainment. And so, um, and people are ready for it. And, and I think that's driving a lot of the demand that's occurred over the last three months. Um, so things are good there. And I, I, I believe that uh, um, it can only get better and uh, and I also also believe you were talking about travel and you were talking about uh, you know what's happening with COVID and the the new Delta variant as well as you know the whole COVID subject and it seems to me that you know COVID is going to be something that um, will be with us uh, and be treated uh, should be treated anyways like the flu it's the statistics have shown that as more and more time goes on um, the rates of concern on death rates, et cetera, have gone down. And uh, that, you know, it becomes like the flu season every year, you have to get a shot. There may be a new COVID variant, but you'll have a vaccination for it, just like we try to get the right vaccination shot for the flu bug, whether it's influenza A um, that's come about, about or not. And sometimes, you know, we get it right and we don't, depending on what year it is for vaccination. So um, I think there's hopefully getting to be a, a common awareness that this is something that is treatable and is not something that should shut down everything every time a new variant comes because the new variants will continue to come from everything I've read anyway. So that's my opinion. And and, uh, and I think that it should be normalized and everything should be normalized. And, you know, we'll just get to this vaccination every year that we'll have to have because of COVID similar to the flu. So it'll be actually become part of the flu, if you will, idea family of, of things that are normal and, uh, and things that you just expect to have happen every every day. Right now, it's uh, kind of a knee-jerk reaction every time we see something new. I mean, as you know, the, the media loves to report, um, you know, the exceptions rather than rule on things. So I'm hoping that it normalizes things and we'll start getting back to normal even more. And that will bring uh, a huge amount of new business to, to Vegas. That isn't there yeah. today. We're almost back to normal now. Yeah, I think you're on to something there. I've been uh, I've been out there three times in the last six or seven months. I'm, I'm coming out again this weekend for uh, for an event. So uh, I mean, I think I think the uh, the resorts and casinos have done a good job. Uh, people are wearing masks inside. They've kind of spaced out the uh, the tables and the slots and the chairs a little. Uh, the restaurants and hotel rooms I think have been extremely clean. So I think they've uh, they've put a premium on you know keeping people's confidence up and uh, and, and keeping things safe for people. 
see a lot of plastic partitions in place in a lot of the casinos between the dealer and the and the player. And so that plus the mask, uh, you know, kind of ensures, if you will, no contamination. And um, and you know, Vegas is also an environment that's outside a lot, right? And we yeah. know the cook doesn't survive outside. And so, uh, again, another reason why going there is, you know, a little risk because the restaurants, lots of them are outside, the walking, uh, even the bars along the strip itself, you'll see a lot of those are outside bars. So, again, it's a good environment uh, where, where you have a low risk of COVID versus maybe somewhere where it's not as well prepared. But, yeah, they've taken it very seriously. And, uh, a whole new code of laws are in effect for every casino, so every resort. So, it is, uh, it is taken very seriously because this, that's their livelihood, right? That's, the whole state, frankly, makes, uh, makes a living. It's everything to them. And we're uh, having a nice chat with Mark Fursora, former CEO of, of Caesars Entertainment, some other companies, uh, um, successful businessman, and uh, um, on the, has his fingers on the pulse of what's going on, especially uh, when it comes to, uh, to gambling, wagering in, in Nevada and Las Vegas. And uh, the sports wagering, Mark, has been uh, uh, front and center in the news. And uh, a lot of states are passing their own uh, their own laws allowing sports gambling. Uh, Arizona, uh, real close to Nevada, has come on board. Now, how has this affected uh, uh, the casinos and kind of the uh, the mindset out there? Well, I think it's exciting for the casinos. Obviously, when you have a land-based casino and you create an environment where you can do sports betting uh, that's been legalized, you know, in those states that have casinos, it adds business. So every time you can encourage someone come into a, a pit of TVs and uh, being able to get refreshments, drinks, etc. Um, they come. And so the resorts and the casinos obviously have created new spaces and modernized their technology so that um, you can do uh, online sports betting within their environment um, and you can connect through them and with them. So they're excited about it because every time they do that, uh, Caesars, I forget how many we've opened up, probably 30, 35, where we've taken a kind of a little sports betting area within the casino and, and they bought William Hill recently and so that'll increase the number of Caesars locations that will end up having sports betting capability. Uh, but all the all the casinos are excited by it because they they pick up extra revenue and gaming revenue uh, gaming revenue um, right there in the facility when people come to to sports bet. Yeah, it's uh, uh, with kiosks and apps. It's never been easier to uh, uh, to place a sports bet, and I, I know they. I love that, and and so many people love that. Um, the sports betting itself is. Uh, um, is one thing, but that, like you said, that brings other revenue sources. Uh, people will stay in, in the hotels maybe longer. They'll, of course, they're eating and drinking and, and doing other gambling there as well. So the, yeah. spo the sports wagering really can be a, a magnet for drawing people in. Yeah, exactly. And I know there are some people that, you know, occasionally will be against it, but it's like we're doing something legally, right? So the sports betting world right now is mostly illegal. And, and you know, everyone's got a bookie that they book online, could be outside of this country, et cetera. So state attorney generals in the states that it's being legitimized uh, and, and legalized and are coming and attacking those uh, people that are doing it illegally to drive the volume to a legal establishment where you'll have better rules, less chances of being ripped off. And, uh, but you know, that's a, 
that's a huge uh, it's a huge market and that's why the stock market and the analysts are so excited about it they know the size of it um it's been sized fairly well and it's so huge and having it legalized and done in a way that you know it's healthy and it's uh, uh just a clean environment to do it in um it's exciting and so i i think that it will just grow once every state goes and legalizes it that business will grow over probably a five to ten year period every single year dramatically just taking the people that are doing it illegally to making it legal right we're with mark Persora, president former president and ceo of caesars entertainment and mark as we're recording this the nfl season kicks off tonight how uh, how big and important is as the nfl for the uh, the sports books there at the casinos it has to be the 800 pound gorilla it is. It absolutely is. It is the 800-pound gorilla, no question about it. And um, I'm not plugging. I don't mean to be plugging for Caesar, but they they have a great agreement with the NFL and uh, recognize that way back. I mean, when I was there and uh, and had something drafted. Yeah. So I feel like uh, you know that is the 800-pound gorilla, and everyone is trying to get a piece of this business, right? So um, whether it's casinos and people have sports books, whether it's DraftKings, you know, whoever it is, uh, there's a big market, and everyone's trying to get a piece of it, including ESPN and others um, who hold, if you will, the databases of the business and uh, are trying to, you know, get a piece of the action if they uh, if they have access to a database. So um, interesting business, evolving business, and very complex. But all, at the end of the day, you know, it's going to evolve to a business similar to what you have in the UK. Uh, imagine in the UK today, you can take an, an iPad and you can be uh, betting in play, which means you know, live within yep. the game on the outcomes, and then you might lose a bet or two as the game goes on, and then you get triggered to do uh, what they call online gaming. So you can go to a slot machine, and they'll say, hey, while you lost $50 on that bet, we'll give you $50 free play on gaming, uh, and all you have to do is touch this button and go into a, you know, what we call online slot machine or an online poker match. And um, so that is probably the, the level of what the new state of the world will be it'll it'll be something that your wallet's right there it's automatically withdrawn you're betting in play and then you'll get pop-ups on other things and other that you can do online like for example gaming and that would be uh i see that's that's where um from a from a gaming standpoint gaming operator standpoint that's a that's a home run in terms of rapid growth absolutely and uh, wrapping up here with mark Frisora and Mark, uh, millions of people fly into Las Vegas and, and other resort cities where there's gambling, and they're there to have fun. But uh, really, there's a, a strict there's strict federal and state uh, gambling regulations that are that are occurring without them even noticing. How uh, how much of a delicate balance is it for you or for your team? It was there to uh, to to keep things fun, but make sure you're doing everything the right way too. Well, no, it was job one for us, right? Yeah. I mean, it was job one, um, so that you always made sure if you spotted someone that was having issues, whether with drinking or, or not, not losing too much money, we, we identify those people, pull them out, put them in a program, uh, they can call an 800 number, but beyond the responsible gaming piece, which is the responsibility of every casino operator, the actual rule 
you know, um, the regulators, for example, in Vegas, um, you know, typically have a couple people in every casino. Um, so they're observers all the time, uh, watching and looking to make sure that everyone's doing the right job and, and doing it by the book. In order to even get a new game of any sort or a new twist on every game, you have to go through the regulatory environment and through the commission. So um, very, very detailed and um, extremely conservative in making sure that what you do, what you put out to the public is fair and reasonable and uh, passes the stringent guidelines that they have. Absolutely. And as we're wrapping up here with Mark, Mark, uh, maybe a quick story. I know you got a bunch of them. Maybe uh, a, a story about a bad beat or a good beat, maybe, that you can uh, recall off the top of your head there at Caesars or, or one of the properties. And, and when you say bad beat, what, you mean like a story about something that happened that was exciting? And, yeah. And, well, a guy, th a guy thought he had something in the, in the bag, and then there was a Hail Mary at the end of the game. And, and uh, I don't know, uh, you know, sports-wise, uh, they, they happen every weekend with, uh, you know, you, you read the stories online. And anything personal or, or you, you witnessed happen? taken huge losses yeah. in our sportsbook in Vegas. Yes, I mean, there have been times um, you can almost think of the games where everyone was betting one way and everyone had to uh, pursue the outcome, and we'll usually hedge our bets, but um, we can lose big, like, you know, on a, on a typical uh, NFL weekend, um, you know, we have uh, really good sports books in a couple of our facilities, and, you know, we'll make let's say, you know, $10 million to $15 million, and uh, we've lost $20 million in a weekend, too. So, um, yeah, so I, I'd say that basically I've always tuned into numbers, and, and I know we've taken those kinds of losses just because you can't predict the outcomes with certainty, right? Uh, right. Generally speaking, though, we win more than we lose, and that's the way it goes in Vegas, right? I'll tell you an interesting statistic, I guess, that blackjack's a common game that a lot of people play, um, and typically when you have a retail player who comes off the street, we might make 20 to 25% on uh, margin on that kind of a player, uh, a good player that knows the basic, I'll say 15 or 20 rules that you should know in blackjack. We only make 3% yeah. uh, on average. So it's a huge difference. Uh, and it's a tip to the listeners, you know, it's not hard to learn how to play these games. And, you know, oftentimes you can just, know it know the game know the rules stick to the rules and you've got a good shot at beating the house so um uh, and that happens all the time with really good players and that can be both in uh, uh in any game that we we have but certainly certainly true and um the blackjack and and sometimes i'll just say that the tables um any of them you know could be texans hold them or others uh, again understanding the game rules really really pays off Absolutely. Good advice from uh, from someone that knows really well. And uh, Mark, thanks for uh, a few minutes of your time today and uh, uh, hope to have you on again and, and see you soon. That was great. Thank you, Rick. Appreciate Th the time. Thanks so much, sure. Mark.